Honor, what is the first instance of speed running you can recollect? Like, what is the first time you kind of remember the notion of a speed uh, run? The Wizard? Oh, oh, sure. The movie? That's, I guess, the first time I'd ever heard of the idea of someone trying to do a game as fast as possible yeah. for some reason. But it didn't really make sense in the movie, and I didn't really understand why anyone would care at that point. So yeah. speed running, though, in the modern sense... A long time later. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know anything about speed running until I'm way on the internet. Probably not yeah. until high school. Right. Even. So it's not even close to a '94 thing for me. Yeah, I think there's, uh, uh there's knowing that like people, uh, speed run Ocarina of Time that became a thing for me, and that was much later. But I do think I had this sense of of speed running because of a game like Mega Man, where there was this like open choice to the levels and knowing that things were better against other things. I remember the kind of playground talk, not just being about like, oh, what's good against what, but like, what's the fastest way to get through this thing? And what's the fastest way to like beat a Mega Man game? I really feel like Mega Man was my first speed run notion. Wow, I feel like that doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> because Mario's the one with the I timer. Know. Mario's yeah. the one with the thing. Right? Where you like, Mega Man is slow. Yeah. Mega Man is not... But see, that's the thing. is, And I watched you play a little bit yeah. of Mega Man. And the way you play any game is you're just kind of having like a fit like yeah. a like a like you're kind of like you're you're like throwing stuff and you're like slamming down on stuff and yeah. you're like screaming and yelling and and you're breaking your controller you you break one controller you get you get another controller you yeah, break there's, it there's immediately there's the arsenal sitting here next to me the 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 controller shelf mm -hmm. yeah yeah you'll like get hit by something you'll be like matt you're so stupid matt you suck i fail you matt and you'll slap yourself like yeah. five times in a row it's like insane yeah and i think that it makes a lot of sense that that that's what would be going on with you <laughs> that even when you were four years old it wasn't just about enjoyment enjoyment that's not even on the table don't know we're how. not even interested yeah. in enjoying a thing what we're interested in is proving yourself you little <laughs> insect you are not good enough, and if you can play the game fast, it's a slow game. Mega Man mm. moves pretty slow. It, okay, he he gets a dash in Mega Man X, yeah, but it's just a slower, more. It's an in between, uh, something like Mario and then something like Contra. Yeah, right. That's you, what I feel like is what the the Mega Man would be. You were kind of joking, but it's unsettling how. Uh, correctly you just described most of my behaviors when playing a video game yeah <laughs> it's not it's, good <laughs> it it registers as a lack of having fun like a just complete <laughs> like absence of of fun and i just have to trust in my heart that no nah, he's having fun and it, you know, but in just no way does it look like fun is being had at all, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like if you were a, a video game reviewer in one of these, like, magazines in the 90s, uh -huh. it would just be about whether the game killed you or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm. it would, every review would be like 10 out of 10, I'm still alive. <laughs> video games have yet to conquer me. Yeah. You yeah. know? And you're just like, you're just kind of the man. Yeah. You're just a dude in the dark, in a dark alleyway. <laughs> And you, you're, you're, it's like Death Wish. You're, you're like Death Wish, basically. 
and you're like out there and you're just like challenging video games uh-huh. just honestly just waiting for one to be too much and it yeah. stops your heart or whatever yeah two out of ten i broke three knuckles <laughs> <laughs> let's go Welcome to the Old Gamers Almanac, the only show about the video games of 30 years ago and today. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Hunter Donaldson. I am joined by my co-host, Matt Martin. Hello. Hi. How's it going, everybody? We get to talk about a game today. That's fun. What a, th- what a novel idea that we might talk about a game on this show. Yes. <laughs> it has been 30 years <laughs> since Mega Man X released. And it's been a couple weeks since we decided that all we want to do is make you feel old. <laughs> um, so we're just going to keep making sure to note how old you've been. So maybe you were a child when Mega Man, came, Mega Man X came out. Maybe uh-huh. you were uh, already an adult. And But all we're letting you know is that it's been 30 years since then. So no yeah. matter what... You probably feel bad unless you were unless you're too young, um, unless you're so young that you. It's like anybody that that was around for this, you feel old. If you weren't around, then maybe you don't feel old. And we're dividing the audience into yep. that way, yep, basically. Yeah, yep, yep. it's like it's it's nostalgia for some and it's homework for others, and that is the two yes. modes you can listen to this show in. Is uh, is this homework I need to do, or is this nostalgia I had? Uh, yes. Mega Man X is the 19th, January 1994 Super Nintendo release. Kind of the only big thing we have for January that was like the mm-hmm. super notable thing. All the magazines had to talk about was like, yep, it's uh, this is the best game of the month. This is the only thing anybody cares about for now. Uh, and for me, this was actually the first Mega Man game I ever saw. Uh, I really, as we covered a couple weeks ago, I don't even know if I was gaming at this point yet. I think it may have been a year before I'm actually playing games. But when I mm-hmm. got my Super Nintendo and was looking at the rental shelves, Mega Man X was always there and always enticing with its very cool art. And if anything, having Mega Man X be my introduction to the series, I think is a big part of what always soured me on the NES Mega Man's because those don't look as wicked cool as Mega Man X does and his friend Zero and all the rad robots and how everything's just cool and there's no Mm. way for the NES games to compete with that. Well, it's cool in a teenager-y kind of way. Yes. Um, NES Mega Man looks like a fun little guy (laughs) and I like that. Whereas X, which is the name of the Mega Man character in Mega Man For X some is reason. literally called X. Yeah. Um, well, because this is a different Mega Man sure. from a different timeline. It's a hundred years know. later. It's a hundred years later. Who cares? I don't care. It, it gets matter. so complicated. It would be actually a very fun project. Everyone talks about, oh, Kingdom Hearts is complicated. I would love to get into Mega Man deep lore because you know it gets weird. You get into the Battle Network games and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What a what a funny. There's a lot of uh, untapped material there for me. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of these guys on YouTube actually making that stuff. So that is actually out there. It's just like it's out there for a couple thousand views yeah, or whatever, yeah. which, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to talk talk smack on a couple thousand views. <laughs> That's a sign that you're doing something very specific, very which is cool. good. Yeah. Um, and hey, guess what? Me too. Um, 
But hey, so so the thing about the difference to me between Mega Man X and and the NES Mega Man games, well, there's a lot of differences, but the one I feel like that you're bearing down on that I really want to emphasize is that Mega Man X is also it has more of an anime vibe. Yep. Definitely. Than the original Mega Man's did. Yeah. The original Mega Man's I think are kind of in a way aping um the the kind of juvenile delight yeah. of mario it's like here's your little guy uh-huh. and even the bad guys are kind of cute yeah whereas once you get to Mega Man x on the super nintendo we are talking about like Mega Man is now well his name is x so he is extreme now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he he has like little bits of dialogue and it's kind of melodramatic hero yeah. talk and then like all of the there's like all these little flourishes to it like there's like there's a bad guy in the in the game whose name is Vile, and he kind of like just through animation and some dialogue communicates that like he doesn't really care about anything. <laughs> He's just some kind of weird pirate mercenary, and it, none of this attitude was present yeah. in the NES, right? Um, and I think, and also the music too, the uh, which I would say is actually maybe a little bit of a detriment depending on how you think about it, because. The Mega Man 2 video game soundtrack, I would say, is a really notable one. It has yeah. a lot of really fun, uh, interesting music that is going in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. Mega Man X's music is really kind of bearing down on the sort of rock and roll sense like possibilities right. of the Super Nintendo sound chip that is not always my favorite vibe. Yeah. Um, I would say Really, this is kind of true across the board. There, there are a lot of noteworthy uh, video game soundtracks in this era that are kind of just obsessed with the idea of like, look, it sounds like an electric yeah, guitar yeah. doing a solo. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah. I don't necessarily love that. I think I would give the music a six is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, good. We're getting the scores in. Uh, so music six. We'll keep track of this. We'll keep notes on on all of the scores these games get. Yeah, I, I love that you're bringing up kind of the old art and the cutesy nature of in-game Mega Man. There's also the the box arts to contend with, uh, of yes. which the earliest Mega Mans are notable for just being such a freaky little world that they existed mm-hmm. in. And then later they were like, okay, actually let's make the let's make them cartoon drawings that kind of look like the the eight bit pixel art. But yeah, the the stuff in I mean the the cover art for Mega Man X is I mean that's as anime as you, you get really in right. terms of the actual drawings what what we start to get at this age. And yeah, I mean my my eight-year-old self just couldn't was never going to go back um beyond that as a gameplay thing too uh x really is a lot of the upgrades i feel like i need even today uh Mm -hmm. i i don't get down with the run and gun nes kind of thing uh where there's so little options in like what you can and cannot shoot and how you shoot right i i get tired of Mega Man being just like one speed and you fire the bullet straight in front of you, right? right. Uh, my, and if anything, too, starting Mega Man X, I had that initial complaint as well. What I would give to be able to duck and fire at stuff on the ground. But that's not how the game is. That's not what the game Mm-mm. wants you to do. It doesn't want you to shoot. So there, there are enemies that are designed to be lower than you, and you can only hit them with a charged up blast or whatever. Uh, right. And sometimes that stuff drives me a little bit nuts. I understand its place, but it's why something like Super Metroid always hits a little bit cleaner for me because the the kind of scope of options in the shooting uh, feels much better to me. Whereas Mega Man is a lot more about the actual platforming in conjunction with the shooting. You have to be doing jumps to, to be able to hit things because you can only shoot in one direction. 
I will say this. I feel like there's actually a pretty considered rhythm mm -hmm. to Mega Man X. The problem that, and this is, I only know this from watching you play it. Yeah. The problem is that you have to, and I'm not necessarily defending this, by the way. I'm not very precious about this game we're talking about today. Sure. I, I like it a lot, and it was part of my childhood, but uh, I'm not super precious about it. The, the thing I was noticing, and that I think is weird about Mega Man, is that, this, and this is just a rule of Mega Man, if it's not on screen, it can spawn yes. in. Oh my god! So you have to be very deliberate with how you scroll forward in a in a level. Yep. Now I want to break this down because we we haven't necessarily done our due diligence of breaking down exactly what type of game this is. Um, Mega Man is a platformer mm -hmm. action game where you play as as a, a cyber boy, Robo Boy, <laughs> and you have a a gun for an arm, much so like cool. Barrett Wallace, mm -hmm. as it in. Final Fantasy 7. This is actually before Barrett Wallace from Final mm -hmm. Fantasy 7, and you know that because 94. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, but uh, so you you got your shot and you got your jump, and in Mega Man X you actually get a dash. Yep. And that's kind of it. Right. Um, and the levels scroll along like Mario style as you clear mm -hmm. a screen, you go further into the next screen. Now the way enemies decide whether they're going to spawn or not just has to do with our they on screen or not right this second. Yep. If it's off screen, then enemies can spawn there. If it's on screen and you've killed the enemy that spawned, it's not going to respawn right. right in front of you. What this means is that, let's say I'm going forward in a level and I'm killing some enemies and I get to a particularly hard screen. If I let, if I go backwards, if I retreat yep. and the screen follows me back well now all those enemies are going to respawn yeah so you have to be very deliberate with how you allow the screen to move forward and backward and levels aren't just left or right sometimes they're up and down yeah when it's left to right this is not a huge challenge up and down i find is quite a challenge yeah. because now we're talking about jumping up and making sure we're managing exactly where the screen is so yeah. that we're not spawning more enemies than we can deal with in this given moment exactly but i will say if you manage that then there is like a really nice i think rhythm to mega man x um it's really i think especially when it comes down to comp comparisons between this and super metroid they obviously ha are different types of games but they also they move at different speeds yeah like we, I was talking about how Mega Man is slow. Mega Man is slow, but definitely faster than Metroid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. So Metroid is an even slower, I think, even more considered action game. Whereas Mega Man X, yeah, sometimes he do get going pretty fast. Yeah, and if anything, too, that is where again I think I have been burdened with a mischaracterization of Mega Man. Uh, all Mega Man games. I have mm. always played Mega Man games like they're pretty fast, and I don't know why. I, I it, and in in going back to Mega Man X the last few days, because these games it's it's super short. It's not that hard. There's a couple hard parts, or or and I wouldn't even. They're not even like wildly hard. There's just a couple like really finicky parts. The parts I had the mm -hmm. most trouble with. It's just because. The controls are not wildly forgiving, although they're much more forgiving in X than they are in the NES. You have a wall jump, so you can't... If you can get to cling to a wall, you can probably <laughs> recover your situation mm -hmm. rather than just falling into the pit or whatever. But I, for some reason, play these games like it's go, go, go. And uh, that also is like ignoring the treasure hunt quality of these games. I've always ignored the treasure hunt quality of these games. And, and that, in part, is because I don't feel like the games have ever been especially amazing at explaining 
uh, all of the options to me. Um, I didn't have the manual. Uh, I didn't have like guides for this when I was growing up. I just always was renting it and popped it in, right? And was just playing it. And 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 so there's a lot of information I think I was skipping that resulted right. in me playing these games wrong because one thing I, I will note has always happened to me with Mega Man and I like fixed this time was so often you'll see a little power up out of your way and I never as a kid knew how to get the stuff how to get the health boosts or, or any of that stuff. I could never figure right. out how to traverse and find secret areas. I knew there were secret things in levels. I could never get them. I didn't understand how to do that stuff. And I don't know what it was that was limiting me, but I just like wasn't good enough at the the sort of like big dash jump. I There was a lot of things. It always felt like there was a bigger trick later that would let me get those things that uh, I was mistaken about. And so I played these games sprinting through them start to finish getting none of the power-ups to make the game a lot easier for myself right. <laughs> uh, and then would get to the end of the game and always have just like such a huge uh difficulty with it because i'm playing it on hard mode essentially i'm playing with almost no right. power-ups i'm playing up only with the uh the enemy's abilities and i was always afraid of using my uh enemy abilities that you've acquired the the, the different guns you get when you beat bosses are uh, they're limited within a level uh you you can right. you know you can shoot them for so long and then if you run out you run out i just played stupidly with this game and and you can collect energy pickups quite regularly so you're actually very rarely at threat of missing out on things but yeah. the the way these games work is each stage is uh designed around a boss the final boss you fight uh you get their gun and that gun is good against one of the other bosses. And the big right. appeal of Mega Man, Mega Man work. is you can do the bosses in any order. And so the, the trick is figuring out which power-ups are good against which bosses and finding deciding an order so that you always have like the super effective ability against the boss uh, that you're you're going up against. But that notion always sat in the back of my mind and meant I was conserving every single power-up, which means I'm not experimenting with the power-ups. I'm not playing around and just trying to use them against normal enemies and seeing what else they can do. I, I just lacked all of the experimentation phase of playing this game and just played it like a speedrun from the get-go every time I've ever played Mega Man. And that's why they've always fallen so short for me because i was never exploring the space of them i was just sprinting to get the power up to beat the next boss to get the power up to beat the next boss and try to beat the game yeah it's and also it doesn't sound fun it sounds yeah. really when you're describing it it sounds very not fun well play. It's, it's hilarious too because how many times on this show have i talked about i love a treasure map i love looking up a guide and knowing there's a thing to go find and going and finding it and I just never did that with this game. Like I, I even knew it was a thing in the game, and I was never looking up guides to do to have my little treasure map. I, it, it, it honestly, it makes no sense how I played this as a kid, and and even up until like this morning, I kind of had an awakening this morning of like, well, let me go back to all the levels and and poke around. They're all short levels, yeah. and they're not wildly yeah. difficult. And I was doing that, and I was like, wow, I've been robbing myself of a much better Mega Man experience for 30 years. <laughs> right. Well, also, <clears throat> this kind of goes along with uh, the the magazine coverage of yeah. Mega Man. In Nint Nintendo Power issue number 56, we have, uh, that, which is the January issue, the Mega Man X uh, issue, 
we have a breakdown yep. inside this issue of every single level in the game. Basically, a walkthrough of the entire game. Yeah. Um, with uh, I think the only thing it's not covering is like the castle levels. It looks like it does not cover those. But uh, as far as letting you know where all the stuff is, mm -hmm. like what what the the layout of the entire level looks like, it's all right there. Yeah. And I do think that that is an aspect of game culture. Yeah. That I feel like we've encountered a lot on this show. There's been a lot of moments, Matt, where we've been talking about a game and there's been this sense of like, if it was an older game, why is the game not teaching me this? Yeah. And it's the reason is because it exists in a place yep. where the expectation that you might have access to this information is not a bad assumption. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like it is out there. Uh, the the idea of, especially in Japan, the idea of these games exist, but then there's also gaming magazines that exist that help players with stuff is so, and especially then to translate that all to North America, there's a lot of help yeah. that's given, right. basically. It's just not in the game itself, which I feel like historically is weird, right? It's yeah. weird to go back to these things and feel like they exist in a vacuum. Right. Uh, but but in 1994, they very much did not. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's crazy how much of a breakdown you get in this Nintendo power. Yeah, it's, it's a good lesson to get right at the beginning of this project for me, honestly. Like what you're describing and why pulling up these magazines is critical is because it is, it's the cultural pace of the games and it's it's what you right. are supposed to do with them these weren't I, I think i easily get these misconceptions i had nintendo power during the gamecube era and that's the only gaming magazine i ever had and that's the only time i ever had it was like in the build right. up to the gamecube and for like probably a year after gamecube's release that was my most kind of hyped gamer time in terms of subscribing to anything um but i i absolutely my only other notion was like yeah i don't know things like game genie exist that's obviously cheating but i was like missing out on this whole culture of just like well no there's like there's hidden stuff and the magazines are yeah. going to kind of show you where they are and the whole point is like games are supposed to be hard in this era they're so like it is honestly this game in particular gets a number of knocks from all of the reviews for being too easy and my 2024 brain like was having a decent amount of difficulty with it and thinking it's like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like one of those old hard games. I mean, I knew it was not as hard as some things of this era. It obviously mm. isn't. But it's actually notable for its time of being way too easy. It's it's not a challenge at all, basically. Uh, there's only like, I think, one mention I found in anything where it's like, yeah, the like the final level, the, the final boss rush is is kind of the hard part of the game. You'll, you'll right. if you haven't done all the power pickups, you'll you'll be struggling in the end of the game. But uh, it is fascinating how much I need to going into all of these games. You know, last week we talked about some of our anticipated games and there's ones where I'm like, yeah, that was so extraordinarily hard. Well, I've just taught myself the lesson of like before and I've, I've taught myself this lesson before. Pick up the manual first, read through the manual, do that. That's like the precursor to playing a game because that's what you would have done, right? You would have unboxed it and pulled out your manual and you would have just been like feverishly looking through it. You would have learned the control scheme. You would have learned a few tips and tricks and then pull up magazines and get an idea of what the game is before you get into it. I these I treat these games as if you're meant to be some super genius who can infer everything. I'm supposed to learn how to do everything and I'm supposed to like then apply the lessons I learned with every single thing. I think my favorite games 
are the ones that do that, right? I do I do like that. I mean, that's kind of like why I like the witness, right? The witness would be weird to do any sort of guide stuff with. The point is that witness teaches you how to play it as you go. And that's what's fun about it. But that's not what this era of games is. And I have, if I'm going to have any fun this year, <laughs> like Hunter's putting it, if I'm going to have any fun this year, I have to know how to play these games before I just sit down and start playing them. Yeah. Yeah, you have to exist in the culture of 1994 in order to expect that you are going to be informed enough yeah. to make the most of of this particular experience. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, let's let's talk. Let's let's go back in time fully. Please. We've kind of talked about the game generally a little bit. In 1994, it sounds like you did play it a little bit. Did you get some time with not, Mega Man X back when? Yeah. Like not, I mean, not at not, a or earlier time, not necessarily 94. Yeah, yeah. Like probably around 97 or 98 or so is when I was renting. I absolutely rented this game a number of times. I definitely never got to the final rush thing. I was only ever playing mm -hmm. some of the some of the uh, levels throughout. I doubt I even ever played all eight. But I like very specifically remember the chameleon and the penguin. Those are, right. I know I played those levels. Uh, the rest didn't reach out to me as much, but especially that opening section too, where you're on the bridges that I've done so many times in my life. I've, I've played that opening many, many, many times. Yeah, it's a strong opening. I like, I like the opening level of Mega Man. I feel like it, it teaches you everything you need to know. Yeah, um, especially if you're well, coming uh, from Mega Man, because it's like one of the jumps you're forced to just do and land yeah. on the wall and then have to jump up it. It's such a good little like, you have this now, don't forget. <laughs> it's very methodical and the art is communicating to you that we are full on cyberpunk. Time, yeah, yeah, And definitely. I like that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so I played this in 94 because I, well, I, I don't know when I got it. I probably got it for Christmas of... 94 yeah. so i would not have actually touched this until i was a kid unless i rented it before we owned it yeah my thing was that i owned Mega Man x and then i would rent the other Mega Man games mm -hmm. um and i enjoyed the whole series i loved x2 i loved x3 i just didn't own any of those this was the only one that i had that i was kind of just always plugging away at yeah um i think it took me a really long time to actually learn what the game was trying to teach me. I did not have this Nintendo power when I was a child. Yeah. Um, I had a handful of Nintendo powers, but I do not think I ever had this like full on breakdown of here's everything you need to know. So yeah. it took me a while to like pick up on like how Mega Man works exactly. Mm -hmm. But I remember it was one of the earlier games that I ever like finished as a kid. Um, I remember the yeah. very first game I ever finished probably would have been around 1994, and that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Turtles in Time. Yeah. First game I ever hit credits on. Wow. Um, and then this would have been probably a little a little while after that. But yeah, I, I loved this game. And it's funny because I never really went back to the original Mega Man NES games until much, much later. I'm probably like a teenager. At one point, I owned this like really crappy like clone system that mm -hmm. had the nes it had like an nes slot and it had a super nes slot and i would go to this was like i don't know when but i i would go to game stores and i would buy some old games and i remember i bought Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 because oh, wow. i'd heard those were the good ones yeah i played through both of those and i had a really good time but i'm also sad because i don't have those, those cartridges copies. anymore mm. and it was when you know, it was that time period where if I had been a little bit smarter, a little more forward thinking, I should have figured like, hey, games might not be as available yeah. as they will be later. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I should really have held know. on to those. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so that's that's basically my history with it. I will say the other thing, the other big thing with Mega Man is that I love this game so much that I find out about the Mega Man cartoon, mm. uh, which is like a kind of poorly Saturday morning cartoon version <laughs> uh, dub of the of a Mega Man anime. And I, that's like my first encountering with uh, Japanese animation is the oh, Mega wow. Man cartoon. And I am like stoked on it. And guess what? It airs every Sunday morning and it airs on Fox, which meant it was one of the three channels that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So I could watch yeah, it except yeah. for it's on a Sunday morning. Church. So I do not get to watch it because <laughs> oh, no. I have to go to church. So that sucked. And I remember trying to figure out how to get like a VHS tape so that uh-huh. we could like tape it. And like, I remember I taped like a few episodes of it. I remember one time I was in Sunday school and we were turning on the television to watch like something. We were uh-huh. probably going to watch like Bible man or something like that. <laughs> and we turn it on and it's on Fox and Mega Man is I'm in church. No. And Mega Man is right there. I'm the looking tease. him right in the eyes. <laughs> I am literally Mega Man. I was the, at church thinking of Mega Man and sometimes <laughs> Mega Man came to church with me. That is that is what I'm trying to say here. Like I it was huge. I was like, oh, Mega Man, Mega Man's here. Leave at it church. on. Please, please, please just leave it on. And they were like, no, no we got to watch the Bible. Jesus, in the future, Jesus gets a gun for an arm. I swear. It's him. <laughs> it's him. I swear. Come on. No, no, no. It's it, it's good. It'll teach us stuff, probably. It'll teach us how if you meet a, a guy with scissors, then you kill him. You get scissors now. You get now. scissors now. Yeah. yeah. Man. Oh, also, can we talk about the names of the... So, in... in old Mega Man games it was just like Fireman, Cutman, yeah, Woodman. And they had to get more creative as the series went on, right? After 6 games with that many things, like they still had like weirder and weirder names. But this is the one where they just go off the handle and it's Chill Penguin, Flame Mammoth, and I think both of ours favorite Boomer Kuwanger. Boomer Kuwanger. Yeah, Boomer Kuwanger is awesome. Not really even sure what he is. What Kuwanger means. <laughs> and I could look it up. Not gonna. Not you know? Gonna. I just love the idea of the, you know, the translation even, like kind of looking at whatever the Japanese was for Boomer Kuwanger <laughs> and was just like, I don't, that'll do. I think well, they'll get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I did Google it and you, you search Kuwanger and it is the only thing that comes up kuwanger is not a word uh and uh, a reddit article says what the actual hell is a kuwanger and the top comment is the name is sort of a bastardized romantization of kuwagata the japanese translation for the stag beetle which kuwanger does have a bit of a beetle he's like a skinny yeah, beetle he's a vibe beetle. yeah but absolutely. uh kuwanger not a word not a word at all <laughs> Wow. So they just like, they, you know, they gave it a good go on everybody. And when they got to the Beatle guy, they were like, nah, how about we call him Boomer Kawanger? That'll work. That's good. We're good. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to talk about one other minor. It's, this isn't, I won't even call this a frustration because you warned me about it. I knew it going in and I still got hit by it. But uh, this game, so you bounce around, you do the, the bosses in any order. It's really cute. It's really awesome. You can also return to the stages if you want. The stages are never very difficult. I will say the uh, the octopus stage, the underwater one, had moments of it that were, I think, extraordinarily hard uh, only because it's an enemy that's pushing and pulling you and you're standing on a thing with spike pits, right? below you and Mm -hmm. 
uh, spike pits instantly kill you. And that's what makes that section hard is it's so easy right. to just lose your life entirely, not to, to not just like get hit, but to just die. Uh, and that, that was frustrating, but you finish all of those, you revisit them, you get some power-ups, and then you're ready to storm the castle of uh, Sigma. Sigma's fortress is four levels, and you get passwords throughout the levels, uh, and neither of us really know why, because if you turned off your SNES or your analog pocket, or even the Mega Man Legacy X collection, or Mega Man X Legacy collection that we were playing on mm -hmm. Steam, uh, you can be at the very, there's four levels, basically, and there's a password in between each level. And uh, you can get to the final thing. The final stage is literally just fighting the last uh, three bosses of the game. But if you turn off the system and you put in that password, it resets you to the beginning of the entire fortress, no matter what you do. And yeah, that is uh, truly debilitating for me as a person who doesn't like big setbacks like that. This game is actually extraordinarily gener generous, which is why I don't want to like oh, knock yeah, it too for much the for this. Part it is. Yeah. It, it, it is not punishing. Uh, the passwords are always in a good spot. You get a password after like every time you get power ups and stuff. Like it's so generous. That one thing though did prevent me from beating the game. Uh, I was playing it last night trying to get across the finish line. Didn't have nearly enough power-ups, wasn't doing a, a, a good thing, but I, I made it to the final boss, was beating my head against it, figured out how to do the first two bosses in the boss rush, like, very easily, uh, and got him down to one tiny sliver of health. One more hit, and he would have been dead, and I would have beaten the video right. game, right. and I lost, tried a few more attempts, finally was like, whatever, I'll just turn off the game and I'll try again in the morning. And then was like, wait, I should test that thing because I think Hunter was telling me something about the passwords being bad. And I booted it up and it loaded me to the beginning of all four stages. And I went, I won't be beating this game, I guess. Right. I guess that's it for me. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I think like it's definitely something that, you know, if we're if we're going to talk to the audience about how they should play Mega Man X, you should probably play it with the password system. Yeah. But then whenever you get to these stages, you should allow yourself some save state. Yeah. I think that is the way to do it. Right. I think if this game was released today, it would, the, those passwords would actually work. They would actually do something. Yeah. Um, instead of them just generating passwords for it. So if yeah. you don't know what I, we mean by passwords, right. actually, because you might not. Um, old games uh, didn't necessarily have... Uh, any kind of saving functionality because saving required um, a battery in there. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it, it didn't have that. And if it didn't, it would do this thing where it would generate like a code, like a string of numbers that you could type in that would save your place. And essentially the numbers were just telling the game you, you've you completed, it's just like a bunch of check marks. Like yeah. you've completed this much of the game. Uh, you have this much of whatever. You're, you have sub tank. How many sub tanks do you have? Yeah. Uh, how much health do you have in the sub tanks, whatever, right. all that stuff. Right. Um, and it just it just generates numbers that communicate to the game that game state. Um, and the way that the Mega Man X collection works is it still uses that password system, but it just saves the number for you, so you no longer have to write it down. Yeah. When I was a kid, I'd write down my password. Yeah. Um, and I had notebooks. Full <laughs> of Mega uh, Man passwords. Probably they're not even good descriptions of what game the password is for. You know what I mean? Because there were lots of games that yeah. used password systems. Right. And it's just strings of numbers, basically. <laughs> so that was how that worked. And now the way it works is it's it just memorizes the password for you. Yeah. But the yeah, the problem is that the checkpointing is not always exactly on point. I will say though, outside of this, I would say pretty major complaint 
um, the password system works excellently yeah. in Mega it's Man even, X. It's, it's even overly forgiving uh, because oh, you, you like, yeah, it's real good. You, I mean, other games of this era, if you game over, they'd like, they would have set you back a lot, but actually very often in this game, going ahead and hitting that game over means you'll reset to three lives and have full stats. It's like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's better to turn off the console, input your password and reset that way rather than yeah. like enduring the final boss with only one life and half of your health or whatever. Like that, it, it is funny how how kind this game actually is to you and was something that was I, I actually just deeply appreciated as I was playing it. It was just that goofy thing at the end. I should have just left. I should have done the old school method and left it on all night and just had yeah. the game running and then my mm-hmm. Steam would say I've played Mega Man Legacy X Collection for for 12 hours, which I definitely haven't and that's that's the honorable way to do that. Yeah, I agree. Um, do we want to let's talk about how these magazines covered yeah. uh, this game and let's kind of like let's let's evaluate that a little bit. So we've already let off with Nintendo Power. They go the the route they go a lot of the time, which is to just kind of be a player aid. Yeah, um, there's not a whole lot of describing even what is good about the game. It's not even trying to sell you the game. Yeah, it's just saying, hey, here is the you know here's all the information you need to be able to to conquer it and not be you know too frustrated yeah um egm uh lets it lead off in their uh kind of review crew section Mm -hmm. uh and it is their game of the month in their january issue which is issue number 54 um and it's at this point in egm's history they have four reviewers that presumably all played the game to completion although yeah I, there's no like there's no like description of what the method is here, um, and it got nines across the board. All four reviewers gave it um, a yeah. nine, um, and there's just little blurbs here yeah. uh, that are fun. Sushi X is one of the <laughs> writers uh, who is like an anonymous writer that supposedly was like multiple people at like different times. Interesting, um, but he's supposedly so so silly. Um, but the review is like very uh, normal. I don't even know. Do we want to read one of these? Um, we we could. Taste? What I just find most uh, interesting is how this era defined like what it meant to do a review. Like we nowadays, we really knock points systems and uh, we'll talk about GamePro in a minute and their super goofy rating system. But what is noteworthy to me is like we came about this system for a reason. A, first off, these magazines are not review magazines egm is notable because they dedicate so much time to reviews whereas like nintendo power they call their things reviews and then all it is is just kind of coverage or whatever but right you are you are given so little page real estate for a review that it's no wonder they just had to make it a number you don't get to have a huge nowadays the internet stuff is long-winded these long-winded yep. blog posts some of them you know we, we we even still knock ign for like oh they they're giving it a score and their things are all wrote and and we prefer some sort of like beautiful prose from like more highly esteemed uh online things that just wasn't an option here yeah. you, you got a tiny little box you had to squeeze your entire review into four sentences basically right and then slap a number on it because that's just what people wanted to know and hunter you have an interesting point on that that i want you to highlight in a second but i will read uh one of these because i i i found uh this whole crew saying more or less the same thing i'll do al manuel's actually should i just do sushi x's because he's such a he's such a weird 
He's such yeah, a do weird sushi dude. X's. All right. let's, let's read Sushi X's the This theme... is the first time we're going to do this, yeah, so we yeah. may as well start with Sushi of X. The theme of Mega Man will never get old, especially when it's done this well. Is it the great graphics? The incredible play mechanism? <laughs> the fantastic control? Yes! From start to finish, this is one of the best action games of the year. This may be a bit too easy for Mega Man fans, but there's a ton <laughs> there's tons to explore, and each level seems like a new adventure. This definitely gets the sushi two swords up. <laughs> That's funny, because of Roger uh-huh. Ebert and Gene Siskel. Yeah. That's why. That's yep. why he's doing that joke. And Sushi X it's... will cut their heads off with samurai swords. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the swords go up and the heads roll. Uh, but yeah, so so the, it the, he liked it, obviously. Yep. Um, and that's what we got, really. Yeah. It's just like, hey, it's good. It's a nine. No yeah. explanation as to w- why it's a nine. Right. I guess because, it. well, there was one negative comment there. It might be a little too easy yep. for Mega Man fans, um, which, which, fair enough. I will say... That I I like how Mega Man X has more ways to interact with the world, and Definitely. I prefer that style of game. Me too. Uh, yeah. Mega Man is fun uh, and enjoyable, and I actually kind of prefer the art of Mega Man better. Like I kind of wish Mega Man X was just kind of cute and derpy, hmm. um, but still had like a the dash and yeah, sure. you know the the wall jumping, like all of those elements of it. I think make it feel um, a lot better. Yeah. Um, not to throw any shade at old school Mega Man fans. I know y'all are, you know, really <laughs> rabid in your respect for your for your rock man or whatever. But, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I like the way that X moves around. Yeah. Um, so you were talking to me about the way you had to engage with like these reviews was very different for the time. And uh, the thing you noted, like this is their game of the month. There's this big editor's choice platinum seal on here. Yeah. There, there were the scores and we all kind of care about the scores, but the way you knew what games to care about at the end of the year was right. what were the accolades it the acquired accolades. throughout yeah. the year. Yeah. It's very important in this era just to, like kind of see what the magazine is choosing to highlight overall because yeah these these scores we don't have enough like word count to really explain what a nine is what a 10 is there is no real description of methodology at all at this point i know eventually egm at least does describe their methodology for reviews and uh correct me if i'm wrong maybe they have in a past issue even at this point maybe i just am unaware of it from just looking at this one magazine um but the whole like the whole listing of because even on this so we have this review crew page up and it says game of the month Mega Man X and it says editor's choice platinum yep um and then we also have the review crew themselves are listed right and it lists their current favorite games which I used to love reading that yeah sure I used to love just reading well what are the people that work here even playing mm-hmm. because I almost feel like that was a bigger tell than anything. And they pretty much all across the board list Mega Man X uh, as their one of their current favorite games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, there was a lot of love uh, in this magazine for this game. Yeah, definitely. I I, I think uh, going over to Game Pro, I, I have to talk about the Game Pro review because yeah, let's talk about Game Pro. <laughs> so there's a, a whole page of just not review this one is at least like getting a full kind of feature this is by slasher kwan uh and i do appreciate at least the notion that like 
this is getting coverage. Whereas, I mean, the EGM thing is not coverage, right? It is just no. the scores. Um, and they, right. you know, they would have done probably some c- coverage beforehand. You were lucky in EGM if you got to have like a, a whole huge article written about you. It, it might have been months before or months after your release. Mm-hmm. And that would be the like, oh, it had the staying power to get a big article about it. Or there's enough hype behind it that it gets some huge preview. Uh, but right. GamePro is giving you like a good look at it. There is some like conversation in it. There's some editorializing. There's there's they're, they're the ones that noted the major X uh, on Mega Man's checklist is the number of levels, 12 instead of the traditional 16. Uh, experts will be able to plow through this one in a few days, but if you miss all the secret power-ups and energy tanks, you'll be horse meat when you face off with Sigma. Uh, but in the lower <laughs> left corner of these two pages, it's a two-page spread, and that's how all of their reviews are, are just these two-page spreads where there's pro tips. It's like a mix of everything at once, which I actually kind of appreciate, where it's like, yeah. here's an overview of the game, here's some tips, although all the tips are like, you can wall jump. It's like, yeah, I... That's a core mechanic of the game. Thank you very much. But the bottom left in the tiniest box you've ever seen is their actual uh, review. The Super NES game profile, Mega Man X. This is the mega masterpiece we've all been waiting for. Everything from the graphics and sounds to the new weapons and multi-path levels are robo-rific. And then there are five even smaller boxes... You would yeah. have to squint to see these, and it's graphics, five, I assume out of five, and then it's pictures. It's a red uh, background with this face that's just having the best time. He's the happiest yeah. guy you've ever seen. Uh, and right. that that's, you know, you could at a glance, you don't even need to look at numbers, right? You can just see a happy face and know how much they liked this game, basically. So graphics are a five, sound is a 4.5, control is a 4.5, and Ooh, the, uh, you, the the eponymous fun factor is a five. So this is five points of fun. And then the fourth box is actually just the challenge level. They had to sort of indicate how hard it was. This was this gained an intermediate challenge uh, score. And then the stuff below it is just like describe one player, 12 levels, side view, whatever, stuff like that. But the fun factor, I feel like, has loomed large in my mind as a thing of old, uh, old reviews. I don't know that anybody knows what it means and I can't decide if it's good or bad. Maybe it is good actually. When when your when your editor in chief is like you only get this much room to give your entire review, maybe you do have to say fun is 5 and that if, yeah. if that's all you can get across. <laughs> well, okay, so we've got two magazines here that reviewed this game. And I think that we should uh-huh. and as uh, an ode to them, we've, we've made fun of these people a little bit. Sure. You know, it's been 30 years that they did this work, okay? <laughs> and we're making fun of them a little bit. Let's do... I want us to do their their version of reviewing this uh-huh. game. Uh-huh. And let's start with EGM because it's a lot easier. Sure. Um, and I want a number... Uh-huh. And then I want four sentences, and we might have to take just a second here. Uh-huh. Four sentences that you would that you would pitch is like, here's my review of the game. All right, Hunter. Uh, we've written our EGM style reviews for Mega Man X. Uh, I would love to hear yours first. And did you did you choose to adopt any sort of persona, or is this just are you a kind of official editor, Hunter Donaldson for EGM? We'll see. We'll we'll. We'll find it. Okay. We'll find what my EGM character is. Yeah. I kind of just like was focusing more on on the writing for now. But sure. I think I think for now this would have appeared in EGM and my name would have been Hunter. Yes. Okay. Okay. And we'll see. We'll see cool. uh, if, if it develops into something else. Um, I would give this game an eight. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's the only way I would differ from EGM. I think I think it is really, really good. 
and I want it to emphasize how good it is, uh-huh. but I don't want to make it sound like it is near perfect, yeah. which I believe is kind of what a nine does. So I signifies. also don't think it's the best Mega Man X game. Right. Um, right. So that's kind of, and, th- and that's something that's I have because I'm in the future. Yeah. But whatever. Oh, you, um, here's, you, you, I can't wait to tell you about my character, but continue. Oh, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Here's my review. <clears throat> Mega Man X rocks. This action platformer expands on the classic Mega Man formula, featuring better jumps and a dash to die for. (laughs) New boss fights, new enemies, and new stages are worthy of the NES classic series. The music is mid. The graphics are forever. Very good. I love it. Uh, my EGM persona, I am going to be a faceless character, uh, and I believe my f- my persona is Future Man, uh, and I am a time traveler who is writing about these games and reviewing them from a future you do not exist in, uh, and I'm okay. telling you about how the f- how the future, what the future holds. Uh, I, I may, it's either Future Man or something X as well. I maybe I need an X name, but for now we'll call no. him Future Man. I like Future, future Man. Man. I like Future Man. Yeah. <laughs> I also gave it an eight, so that's fun. Uh, oh, we, yeah. we, we, our our editorial press, our, you know, our, our our writers' room is also uh, together on this. But Future Man says the simplicity makes this Mega Man's most approachable effort yet. It's one of the better controlling action games you've seen. But trust me when I say there's room for improvement. <laughs> this game <laughs> establishes a newer, cooler, more cyberpunk Mega Man that will define the series going forward. Wow. So you you basically write as yeah. if you are explaining the future to these yep. plebes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad we we went we went different ways there, and I like that we gave them a little bit of variety. Um, okay, so now we got to do our game pro review. Yes, um, which is uh, much dumber, I would say. <laughs> if you thought that was dumb, uh, I mean, it looks like we write almost nothing. Yes, um, you might so as well I'm, not write anything. I think the, the the game pro review is just give it the the four scores. All right, I got my my. I think my graphic score for this game would be a five. Uh, dude with like eating a warhead or whatever uh-huh, it is uh-huh, sure so yeah, it's yeah. a dude eating a warhead and it's like graphics five yeah. i think i would give it a five i would maintain that i think this yeah. is one of the best looking super nintendo games yeah uh i think it was in 1994 and i think it still is yeah. today it, the game just looks it's stylized uh, is what's great about it it, it, yes. it actually stays looking good today because they chose a style that was appropriate for the super nintendo rather than like trying to achieve something better but then it just looks dated because of that i i agree graphics five uh for sure so then next up is uh our our sound rating i'm kind of more like a two oh interesting you just don't like the music you you think it's some of the music is good some of the music is not very good Mm. um and then so it's tough Uh, maybe i should give it a 2.5 i think they do point scores yeah uh, they do game pro they do have yeah I would give it a 2.5 because it, it's sometimes it's good and iconic and I don't want anyone coming away from this thinking like, oh, he just really doesn't like Mega Man X mm-hmm. sounds at all. Uh, there's a lot of sound, like the, that boss introduction music that just like sits in my brain. Yeah. Um, there is one of the stage songs uh, might be playing right now uh, because I went and found it later and told Matt to put it in. Uh-huh. He's really good. Um, and then some of them are less good. Some of them sound more like 
looks kind of butt rocky in yeah. a way that I don't really like. Yeah, um, I, I think they're so, yeah. high quality, and what you're describing is is a more subjective, just like how you felt about them as as uh, music or whatever. But I I do yeah. think they're made extremely well. I give it a four. I think also here is where I have to be a freak, and I get in trouble uh, about this with my book club often. But I really hate decimals uh, in scores. I hate them a lot. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't understand the point of doing a 4.5 when you could just make your rating system out of 10 and give it a 9. I, I think it sure. is truly foolish. And if anything, I lean in to... If it's a five point score, like I know what a three means and I know what a four means and I make it, yeah. I, I, I stick to that. So I'm going to, even though GamePro gives decimals, I am not because I just can't. I will never allow myself yeah, to do it. Sure, sure. I'm giving the sound a four uh, because I, I think it's good. I think the sound effects as well, like if we're talking just like enemy sounds are all very, very good. Uh, I, I, I like it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think also are good. the, the sound is that. also very informative. I think the game uh, is giving you good sound cues to really like speed up the process, even even down to things like when you're collecting power-ups and like it finishes filling up one of your energy tanks like when, when you when you gain health and you have a full health bar it fills up your energy tank reserves and it plays a special little sound when one of those reserves fills up all the way so you don't have to be like constantly menuing to check stuff and there's a lot of sounds that are like that where the like the sound is constantly informing you of things so that you can like stay in the game and stay present and i and i think that's really uh it's really good yeah but if real quick though measured up against we're gonna talk about streets of rage 3 sure later this year yeah and you'll probably go back and lower your Mega Man x yeah yeah on that right there <laughs> I, I will i'll be like hey matt remember that one thing you said about Mega Man x when it came to like picking up health and stuff like that yeah. Well, are you going to go back and lower yeah, yeah. that? And you, you will. You, you'll be I like, I, I I, oh, yeah, yeah. I messed up. I always go. Yeah. we. Our book club was uh, we, we eat food and, and rate books. And uh, our first restaurant of the year ended up being the best Indian curry place we went to all year. But it did not get the best score because it was the first place of the year. And we were like, well, let's uh, all leave a little bit room to grow on. And nothing ever grew on it. And we yeah. and we destroyed our scores. Uh, let's talk about control. I'm ready with my control control score. Uh, I give it a I give it a two. I get really mad at this game because of little control things. Yeah, it's better than the NES games, but I don't care. It frustrates the heck out of me. And uh, more so than that, there are huge frame rate dips that can really mess with you in this game. And I'm, oh, wait, I'm you were getting frame rate dips. Oh yeah, on my pocket, on Mega Man X Legacy oh, Collection, was, on everything. Hmm. I was getting a uh, big chunky frame when oh, there were too many enemies on screen I, think I know what you're talking about yeah it, it would it would really slow down and uh it frustrated me a lot so i give it a two um i'm gonna give it a three uh i think overall Mega Man just doesn't feel as good as as basically all of uh their competition mm -hmm. um i think whether it's Mega Man x or or Mega Man, i think Mega Man feels worse than Mega Man x which is why i give it a three and not a two yeah uh, but yeah control controlling a Mega Man. It's always something I kind of got to do it for a while and yeah. then I can kind of get back into it. But it, it is it is clunky. Mega Man yeah. has always had this problem of like, yep. here is this like kind of clunky, chunky boy uh, and you're kind of controlling him everywhere. And then it's also sort of like, but also there are spikes that can kill you instantly. Yeah. And it's like, that's a weird mix. Um, I think it's a far, it's always been a far cry from from the likes of Mario and Sonic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just probably one of the least uh good feeling 
franchises that is like on this high level like this is the highest level of production that you have in video games and i would say that mega man has always kind of just not had great feel not that it's not everything but it's it it just feels like it 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 could have always felt a little better absolutely i agree it it, the art is punching above its weight class for its control scheme and it's 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 actual feeling uh okay fun factor what do you got I give it a five when yeah. it comes to fun factor. I agree with the game pro review. I think the game is super fun. Uh, I think all of the problems I have with it are things you can get past. I can get past uh, the issues I have with the music. I can get past the yep. issues I have with the controls. Like once I get into the zone of mm-hmm. controlling Mega Man, it's all good. And uh, yeah, I have a great time with it. So yeah, I give it a five as far as fun. Yeah, I give it a four here. It is a great time. Uh, If anything, I probably would have given it a lower score until this morning when I did more treasure hunting. And I was like, wait, this game has had a lot of fun right there in front of me the whole time. And I just was ignoring it. And that's on me. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's a, a wonderful little game. Also, if my scores were five, four, two, and three, my eight wouldn't really make any sense in my EGM review. So the four has to be unfun. I had right. I had fun somewhere. It, it got the eight somewhere. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it it did add up to eight somehow. If that is in fact how it works, which we haven't said that that is how it works. Um, I think we both agree with the intermediate for difficulty, right? Yeah, like sure. it's not easy, but it's not punishingly no. difficult. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Game Pro. Uh, got at least that right. Um, I think overall, we are less positive about this game today than they were yep. back in the day, but I understand why they were yep. stoked on this game at the time because they had not yet played Mega Man X3 or Mega Man X4. For sure. You know, they didn't know the, the heights of the series that was possible. Uh, can we establish one more segment here then? And Ooh, yeah, can yeah, yeah. we... Uh, maybe we give an accolade. Who gave Mega Man X the best coverage? Who who had the most enjoyable coverage of Mega Man X across uh, all of the magazines we checked out uh, for this I episode? I actually think, I'm going to say that even though I like them the least, I actually think GamePro does the best job um, because they they what they do is a mixture of very useful information. They actually, in their pro review, mm-hmm. they... Um, describe what all of the weaknesses are of yeah. all of the bosses which is super useful right. and kind of like vaguely walkthrough-esque material right um their tone in general for writing reviews is like sort of in between preview like coverage and yep. review like co- like a lot of times they just describe what is in the game right but they don't actually say like what they think about it sure um but I would say for a game pro review, uh, this this is this is good. I think the I think the EGM review crew thing doesn't hit very hard when they're all in agreement. Yeah. Um literally there's four uh, EGM reviews, they give it the same score and they basically say the same stuff, which is like literally this is awesome. Yeah. It's right. literally them saying like yeah. this game rules. And it's like, I don't need to read four people yeah. that, that all think the, the same thing about this. The only thing that would give a boost to EGM for me is in that same issue, it's not in the same section. That's just their one-page review area. But way later in the magazine, on page 196, they have their sort of Mega Man feature, uh, which is really like a guide section. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it, it shows the entirety of one of the levels. And then it's little blurbs about a lot of the other levels. So that right. aspect is still in there. And if anything, too, there's a really good breakdown of all of the power-ups in Mega Man. Next, which I think mm-hmm. would have been the like that's 
the number one thing for me that would have like wanted me to play the game is seeing every move I was going to be able to have access to throughout the game. Um, so for that end, I really like EGMs. Uh, they also go over like all the upgrades, so the headbutt and stuff like that, although they don't necessarily describe them in any way. They just say what is accessible to you. Um, I think between the two like review things, I would also give it to GamePro. I will say, thinking about child me, I actually think I would have liked nin- Nintendo uh, Powers the most as yeah. a kid because it is just like, here's the levels. Here's like two points of interest on every level to go check out. And here's right. like a little bit of advice about how to like beat each boss uh, without like giving too much away. Uh, I think it's a really good enticing look at the game. And yeah, it's not a review and there's no like editorializing necessarily, but I do think there's something to... Uh, and this is even, if anything, more of a point for GamePro, which is to say, like, that first page is just describing the game. That's a big part of being a, a person giving coverage is it's not up to me necessarily to tell you how to feel about the game, but I can describe, if I can describe all of the systems well, you can then just know if it's a game for you or not. And right. uh, I, I have an appreciation of leaning into that writing style over too much, like, d- deciding what is good for the reader or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, now it's time. We've done their stuff. Yeah. Now it's time to do our stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's decide whether we rank Mega Man X on the list of 100 mm-hmm. Old Gamers Almanac games. It's, it's now time to fast forward into 2024. We leave the past behind and we think about just right now. Yep. Where do we think it goes, if it goes at all? Yeah, uh, there is, if we're talking about the 100, the OGA 100 as like the list of 100 games that should be played, which it's definitely not right now. It's a bunch of mess on there. Yeah, it's a huge mess. It does feel weird for no Mega Man game to be on it at all. Yes. Right? Yes. And if anything, too, we're in a position where it's like, well, uh, I definitely don't care necessarily to put any of the NES uh, Mega Mans on it. I would love for it to be Mega Man X. And then if for some reason in the future we do other Mega Man X games, like I could see Mega Man X3 or something replacing Mega Man X on the list altogether. Right. Yeah, we we knock like Mega Man X off. But I do think it is valuable to put Mega Man X on the list uh, and right. take something else off. Yeah, uh, the question is, what makes sense to kick off of the list? Mm -hmm. We've got, let's see. I mean, so we've got, I want to kick something off that makes sense to kick off, not just the bottom. Right, exactly. And and especially because Halo 2 is too good as a number 100. I think that's going to stick for a long time. I love that being number 100 on our list. Um, Right. Yeah, I mean, we have room to essentially, uh, you know, replace an action game or more importantly do we have genres that are overrepresented uh on this list i mean if anything this is like an opportunity to like kick off a mass effect or a halo right that's one thing that kind of needs to happen to this list is really do all three mass effects and all three halos need to be in a list of 100 games no yeah so like there's a part of me where i mean halo 3 is currently listed at 93 and I'd love to be cute and pull from something higher up than that. But I do think there's a world where Halo 3 is on the chopping block. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I also kind of feel like we've got a we've got a decent amount of Super Nintendo love yeah, already. It's true. And we are going to be adding a lot this year, over the yeah. course of this year. And mm-hmm. I would say Mega Man X 
it might be worth it to kick out a lower tier Super Nintendo game in order to have Mega Man X take that spot, considering there's going to be a lot more Super Nintendo love. Yeah. So I'm actually looking at F-Zero. Interesting. Which I do not think was really a very worthwhile game. No. I think it was a basically a, a cool tech demo yep. for something that the Super Nintendo does really well. Yep. But I think I would take literally any other F-Zero game over it, mm -hmm. which means that whenever we get to F-Zero 64 or F-Zero GX like that those games would i think be a lock for the top 100 but that f-zero super nintendo i don't care at all yeah um and also i feel like 84 is a pretty decent slot i think for something like Mega Man x yeah. like i feel for some reason i feel like pretty good about yeah. just that well placement. that's an interesting point to bring up is is it just swapping the thing out i mean I, I i certainly think we are allowed to just pull a game off and then put our thing wherever we want to put it right i think that'll yeah. more often be the case but it is a pretty I do think they are actually pretty equivalent, like you're saying. The only other game I would bring up, and it's if anything, it's just forward um, thinking about the future, is probably before Donkey Kong Country 1 comes out, we're going to want to knock Donkey Kong Country 3 off of this list. Uh, and if you're talking about SNES games, like today could be that day, but maybe, maybe we're not there quite yet. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Donkey Kong Country 3 can kind of hang out until yeah. Donkey Kong Country time. I feel yeah. like I feel like knocking that one off. Well, okay, we could we could knock Donkey Kong Country 3 off, replace it with Mega Man X and then find and then spot. see how we feel whenever we hit up Donkey Kong Country 3 in 2 years or whatever. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like who knows? <laughs> does it come back? That would be hilarious. It, the it comeback could, story. It, it could absolutely come back. The reason I was selecting F0 is that in time yeah. we are already past F0. Yeah. It's not going to come back up in in no. conversation. I agree. I would like to knock F-Zero off. Uh, so let's do it. Let's kill F-Zero. It's dead forever. It doesn't exist. The bigger question is, does Mega Man slot straight into there or does it get to move around a little bit? Uh, I look ahead of it and I see things like uh, GoldenEye and I see uh, Mass Effect 2 at 73 and I'm like, it's not going to go higher than those for me, I don't think. Uh, Mega Man no. is cool, but it's not that high. Uh, and if I look below it, I don't even think it needs to go below Metroid Dread. Like, I think Metroid Dread is a more fun game. <laughs> so maybe it is just good to fully replace it, but I didn't know if there was wiggle room for you. I would put it, I would give it the new number 80 spot above Mirror's Edge, but below GoldenEye. That's like, okay. that's kind of, that's kind of a deep, because I feel like Aliens vs. Predator 2 doesn't yeah. need more love. Star yeah. Wars Shadows of the Empire is like a broken mess. Right. Uh, Mirror's Edge, I think, is like a cool, interesting game, but like doesn't quite work for me. Mega Man X, I think I feel stronger about. So Mega Man X, the new 80, I yeah. think would be. I dig I, it. Let's let's do it. So we did it. We've added a new game to the list. I wasn't sure yeah. how often we'd do this, but I actually feel like we're going to do this quite a lot, especially because this year... We just have so much crap on the list we need to get rid of. <laughs> there's, mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, upkeep to do, basically. But a new 80, a new entry to the list, Mega Man X, you did it. If we play any Mega Man uh, X sequels, you will absolutely get replaced, I think. <laughs> right. I think so. I think that's basically all you got going on is, <laughs> is that you're here representing your brand. Um, but we'll see what happens. I, I don't. So, okay. Uh, another thing I wanted to just throw out there real quick. If you listen to this episode and uh, you're like, I've never played Mega Man X. What are my options for playing it? Well, you could, if you have an original Super Nintendo, you could just, you could get it mm -hmm. and then you could play it that way. But that's not how you're going to do it, right? Um, you could emulate it, of course. Mm -hmm. um, you could also 
uh, by the Mega Man X Legacy Collection, uh, which is available on Steam and like most uh, most most major platforms yeah. have it. Um, it includes uh, Mega Man X, X2, X3, and X4. The MSRP on that baby is like twenty dollars. Um, it's got a pretty good CRT filter yeah. on it. Um, it's got an easy mode, which I think is actually a pretty decent easy mode. Yeah, it um, is. It I was like using it, it um, on some of the harder sections. There were parts of it where I wish it was help. Like, it doesn't help with the just, like, spike death walls, basically. Sure. Uh, and those are the hardest parts of the game. So I would ar- I would honestly argue you don't really need the easy mode very much. Like, it, it is there if you're, like, truly bad at these games. But what I found is I actually rarely needed it because the spots i was having trouble with were bigger issues than better health and that's what all the the easy mode just makes enemies hit you for less damage uh which is basically useful in bosses and that's about it i mean i bet i bet that final boss rush would have been a lot more difficult if i didn't have it turned on and i would feel very different about that final boss rush so it probably got me through that but in terms of getting through levels it's it's not like it's helping anything yeah well so the, it also plays great on the Steam Deck yeah. in spite of it being unverified. So I, I tested it and played through the first like three levels or not the first three levels. I played through three levels, yeah, I guess sure. I should say. Um, and I thought it played great. Um, I think X3 and X4 are both really interesting games. So the fact that, that it includes uh, those two as well mm-hmm. is like a pretty great value. Yeah. Um, although it's completely up to you. You know, whatever you want to do. You can emulate them or pick up the Legacy Collection. I... I I've done both, and I think that the Legacy Collection will probably be my go-to way to play Mega Man X in the future. Um, Another thing I would be remiss in mentioning is that there was a PSP 3D remake of Mega Man X called Mega Man Maverick Hunter X. Yeah, This was a thing that Capcom was doing on the PSP for a little while. They did a remake of uh, one of the original Mega Man games called Mega Man Powered Up, which has this adorable art style. Mm -hmm. Um, I have just tooled around with maverick hunter x it is literally like a screen by screen remake just with with um you know polygons instead yeah i will say that i don't love the look of Mm. 3d mega man in a 2d environment when we get to mega man legends i will tell you about what i like about 3d mega man (laughs) but it's not necessarily just the idea of doing you know like platforming as and i also find the the size of your character on the screen is, I think, a little too much. I will say this. I've never played it on an actual PSP. Yeah. I've only played it emulated, um, which could have a lot to do with it. It could Maybe. be that I haven't really got the size of the screen down or the resolution down to what it should be. Um, if somebody has played Mega Man Maverick Hunter X and you like it, you know, sound off in the chat. Tell us, totally. tell us what's good about it. Because I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. I just have always bounced off the look. I really wonder what the feel is like for platforming. Because there's some spots where you're having to like wall grab onto moving platforms to then jump up on top of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, it's hard for me to imagine how that works in a 3D. Like I would, I would have to assume some aspects of like the feel of the game would have to change because it's such a pixely game to me if that makes sense like it's 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 physics are defined so much by the pixels you're on and turning that into polygons is hard for me to wrap my head around so i'd be really interested yeah to to see how that actually feels it definitely feels to me like from what i've played of it that it moves at like kind of a slower pace as a consequence of Mm -hmm. of all of the 
the polygons or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I just thought it would be, you know, it'd be silly not to mention it. Um, I th I've always thought it was like a cool looking game. Um, and it's cool that you can play Mega Man X. Like, you know, there's like three different ways to yeah. play it right there. A you know? thing we'll bring up often is how good Capcom is at this stuff. <laughs> just, they, yep. they like keeping their stuff around and they like that you like their games, uh, which is a crazy thing. Imagine, imagine if all the companies liked you playing their games as much as Capcom mm -hmm. did. 20 bucks to play X2, X3, X4 in the original Mega Man X. Yeah. Like, that's... You may as well not pirate them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's what I was saying. It's like, it's so easy. And that goes and on you... sale, right? You know, it's like, that, that's yeah, probably five yes. bucks sometimes. <laughs> right. So, like, at this point, I just feel like... It, and it's not like they've gone so crazy on it. They, yeah. they did a little bit of, you know, there's the CRT filter, which is, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to make light of that. It's not like that was no work or whatever. Yeah. Um, the easy mode, that was probably some work there. Getting the password system to work a different way, that's, yeah. that's work getting it on all of these different platforms, it's all work, right? But at the end of the day, I just feel like it's so good that we have access to Mega Man X in such a normal, regular way and that it is inexpensive yep. and that you get a lot uh, for that. So congrats to Capcom. Thank you for making it really easy to celebrate yeah. uh, Mega Man X's 30th birthday. And, and X is now 30 years old and um you know hasn't done a whole it. lot since then <laughs> you know since his since his childhood yeah x has not really kind of hit that hard he's kind of just sort of living in the basement at mom's house yeah. and that's fine his older brothers um uh, in the resident evil series have gone on <laughs> to kind of had quite a wild ride i would say weren't they uh, trying folks. to like revitalize what was the mega man like the most recent mega man stuff that was coming out that like they've tried to bring mega man back mega so man 11 times, came out like last year or whatever oh no 2018 mm -hmm. but still uh yeah what's that about is i mean uh, who, I, I, that'd be an interesting one to check out it, it, it is it does feel like one of those franchises that was of its time and doesn't really you would fundamentally change it if you wanted to actually modernize it and that would then defeat the purpose basically i think that mega man and mega man x both have this i'll call it a problem it's not really a it's only a problem if you're if you have your capitalist hat on uh -huh. um the problem is that it's so well defined mm -hmm. what these games are the formula is so specific and it's built on so much work mm-hmm that I do not think it makes very much sense for someone to be like, hey, I kind of want to just like completely change like what Mega Man is. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, why not just make a new game right. at that point? Like, right. why do you need to make a new Mega Man game? I do believe in the idea of like, if this audience wants it, provide them with more Mega Man levels. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mm -hmm. cool. Give them, give them more content, that's fine. But will Mega Man ever be like important again? I, I don't think so. No. I think that that he's found what he is. He found himself. It's been 30 years and now he's found himself. <laughs> and actually, maybe I shouldn't be framing it like he lives in his mother's basement. He just knows who he is uh -huh. and what he likes. Yep. And that's okay if he wants to eat the same food every day. You know what I mean? Like, so what? That's what he likes, you know? Just let him like that and it's fine. He likes ham and cheese, okay? Yeah. It's fine. He he wants to eat a ham and cheese every day. And I and I think if you want to hang out with him and have a ham and cheese every once in a while, that makes a lot of sense. Not every, you know, video game character has to endlessly expand and reinvent themselves. <laughs> they don't all have to be Mario. They don't you all can have to be just Mario. be Mega Man and be like, hey, I reliably provide this experience 
and that's what I've got. And I find it really respectable. And, I, you know, happy birthday. Happy birthday. You know? Happy 30th happy birthday, birthday Mega I want to thank Poor Richard's Almanac, NPC Aaron, Anna Trock, Cardinal Billy, Brendan, If Then, DM Anonymous, Jukebox Hero, Magnanimous, Teddy's Jam for You, and Zest Appeal. Thank you for your continued contributions to this wonderful little show. I hope everyone's liking the direction we're going in. I am. Uh, I like tooling around in old magazines. Next week's episode is going to be a lot more of explicitly that and just mm-hmm. trying to give a, a, a more holistic look at just journalism at large in 1994. I don't know what that's actually going to look like yet, but uh, right. it, it'll be not too far off from some of the things we did today. And what I'm looking forward to, honestly, with this new thing is what we were doing a bit of today is just coming up with new segments and new bits and new things to do. And I and these magazines are such a ripe, <laughs> like brainstorming session and such ripe inspiration for coming up with really dumb little little segments and and bits to do uh so next week might be a lot of those getting born (laughs) yeah probably a lot of bits next week you should prepare yourself for that so get ready for bits um and yeah this you know what's crazy about this though i will say it i think because of the moving forward in time in the past Mm -hmm. aspect of Mm -hmm. it I am feeling this sense that like it's the end of this episode and this is kind of what I want to instill in not just us but the audience as well is that Mega Man X is a really cool Super Nintendo game and it has turned 30 years old and it's okay and now i can kind of like let go of it Uh you know what i mean like i'm sort of saying like i have now made a podcast where i've reflected on my time with mega man x Mm -hmm. which has been 30 years and now that's probably about as much reflection as it's owed yeah and that maybe i should just kind of be like okay i'm good yeah and and it's gonna be sort of about saying goodbye to some old games i feel like and not every game will be this way some games are forever I don't think Mega Man X is forever. No. I think it was a game of its time. It's cool. And I'm really, it it earned this. Yeah. Us, us serving, you know, X this cake and blowing out the candles. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you realize that you've drifted away from some things. And yeah. I feel like Mega Man X is that. And I think it's healthy to reflect on the past and say, wow, that was great. Yeah. But goodbye. Yeah, you know? definitely. See you later. Yeah. For me, it was a good stepping stone of kind of revitalizing the mindset of what I need to do to get into these games. I do like I might today play a little bit of like X3 or something like just just mm-hmm. to like look at it because I never have. And it's like, well, I'm not going to come back to this anytime soon. So I might as well today while I'm just thinking about it a little bit, I might ch- check it out a bit. But it, it's definitely helping and inform how I'm going to do the rest of this project. I'm realizing and I'm very excited for that. Well, you know what's great if we do end up wanting to talk about this more in the future is that they they it's the every future year. games come out every year yeah. and they're in January. So oh, every which time. is like kind of a great time for yeah. something like Mega Man X to like <laughs> slide in and suddenly be the star of the show. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, if we want to talk about X2 in a year, it's definitely going to be there. If we want to talk about X3 <laughs> the year after that. such a good summary of Mega Man in general, which is like, it's great when it's the only thing going on. <laughs> right. It's it, And I think that it's it's cool when games try to be that for yeah. the year yeah. when they try and be like, I know we're not like the biggest, you know, cow in town, yeah. but like it's, listen, it's, it's the late months. Yeah. Like just have it. You it's know? March. What do you want? We gave yeah, you a thing you in want? March. It was our we, best we, chance to get any sales was in March. Right. <laughs> right. So there you go. Mega Man X, the January boy. Maybe that will be a thing for like a couple of years now. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? We're on a new journey. 
Old Gamers Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson, with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. Oh, <laughs>